0: the parkinson spiegel show and here's the controversy listen we love fun right afternoons on the score
1: hey jillian you and brian got big plans tonight
0: yeah brian's taking me to disney on ice
2: oh uh-huh. i want to go
1: uh well peter if you want you can have my ticket
2: what but brian i thought you wanted to go stitch is gonna do a skating duet with sebastian the crab
1: oh uh. yeah it's not really my cup of tea We'll talk to Peter King in 20 minutes. It is Parkins and Spiegel with Gabe Ramirez in on the score. So over the weekend, um, and some texters are already crushing it with this. We're talking biggest (laughs) ripoffs in parenting. It was an amazing weekend. right? It's Owen's birthday weekend. He turned four last Wednesday. Then we went to Disney on ice on Saturday, had his party on Sunday. I mentioned it in the transition. I uh, told my wife, hey, he doesn't need one of these like overpriced plastic toys. Experience this at Monster Jam. Got a million toys. He's going to be fine. As soon as the show starts, he'll forget that he doesn't have a toy, and he'll be mesmerized by his first ever time at Disney on Ice. Let's make this a nice, cheap outing. Dad was able to get his hands on some tickets. You know, let's just, let's just have a nice day where we don't spend money for a change other than a little bit of food.
3: It's a win because we've spent a couple hours not at home. Exactly. And it's didn't great. spend money. This is a win.
1: It's a memory. Yeah. And, too, it's, it's great. It's a great show. She buys him a $42 light-up Mickey Mouse bubble maker wand that ran out of bubbles within 22 oh. minutes that he was using constantly and just putting the bubbles in other people's faces and making other kids cry. <laughs> so it's, like, awesome.
3: And other parents pissed because they don't have the bubble maker.
1: Right, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So it's, it's just a problem. It's being taken away. It's not enjoyable. So that is a pretty big ripoff. And I'm like, this is gonna clearly be the biggest ripoff of my weekend. Clearly, obviously. Until we get to the birthday party, have you done? I assume you have not, but maybe you have because your daughter is not four yet. But for for their third birthday, did you do like a big party with friends out yeah. out of place, or yeah. did you do it at the house?
3: No, no, no. We did it out somewhere.
1: You did it out somewhere. Yeah. Somewhere you had to pay, or like a mm, park?
3: I kind of no. It was like at a. It was actually had a uh, a brewery.
1: Oh, swag.
3: For a three-year-old's birthday party. But they do children's, like, they curate children's shows at, like, 10 in the morning.
1: Amazing. So we
3: dueled the, hey, come bring some kids to watch the show, and then the parents, you can drink some walk-off.
1: See, that's great. That's at least something a little bit for the parents. Yeah. So we did it. I'm not going to say the name of the place, but we did it at one of those places, like, like it was Discovery Zone back in the day. Yeah, you know, like the, sure. the indoor jungle gym slide, dance area, claw machine. Bring your
3: own food or charge or pay triple.
1: No. No, bring your own food. So you pay the triple yeah. price. Four pizzas. You could It's part, of the, part of the package from the name brand pizza location that's two doors down. Yeah. 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 That they literally are ordering two cheese and two uh, two pepperoni pizzas. With a tax on top. (laughs) With like a 30% markup. What is this, a Vegas day club? Dude, outrageous. Now, then, this place, party starts at 10.30 in the morning. Right? 10.30 in the morning. Place opens at 10.00. Steph is going to get there first. I'm going to get there with my mom with the kids closer to 1030. She's going to get there to set up the table, set up the balloons, bring in the birthday cookies because you could bring in the dessert. They provide the the pizza. She gets there at 10, not open. 1005. Not open. You mean
3: Sally, the fifteen-year-old, didn't? Wasn't there on time?
1: Cheech and Chong is what it was. <laughs> oh, it, 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 it wasn't Sally, the fifteen-year-old. It was great. it was Cheech and Chong. That's great. Not terribly motivated to be the best yeah. workers at this place. Said that it was closed for cleaning. Yeah, because you're getting up on this like twenty thousand square foot jungle gym, and you know uh, Clorox wiping the place. They're yeah. doing nothing in there other than getting high. <laughs> So now there's just a log jam of people to oh, get no. into this place, and you need a waiver, and you got to be buzzed in, and it's just it's just complete anarchy and complete chaos. And with your package for the birthday party, you get jugs of water and jugs of apple juice. But Cheech was out of apple juice. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, what are you going to do to replace? What's the solution? What's the solution? Because yeah. I'm looking at a refrigerator
3: yeah.
1: with... Gatorades and Capri Suns and all things that would be a totally fine substitute. It's like, "We can't do Capri Suns for a birthday party. It's not part of the package that you paid for." I'm like, "I paid for apple juice. You don't have apple juice." It's like, "I got I can sell you some Capri Sun." No. Dude, 100%. I'm like, "All right, fine. Sell me some Capri Sun." So he sells me the Capri Sun.
3: $72. Dude.
1: <laughs> The total price of this is not even really <laughs> the point. Right. But they, it's, it's, it's a 16-kid cap, but then also if any extra kids come, they've got to pay. And then you've got a flat fee, and then you're expected to tip, and then you can't bring in your own food, and then they upcharge you for this and that, and there's a deposit, and there's the, you can't wear your shoes, and they buzz you in, and there's a waiver, and kids are crying and running into each other. It's just mayhem. Everywhere I turned this weekend, they're stealing my money and not giving me any apple juice and charging me two but, but, bucks per Capri Sun.
3: But did the joy?
1: Yeah, it was great. Equal the pain. He was thrilled. Oh, okay. So it was worth it. But that's kind how they, of that's how they get you. That's how Disney on Ice gets you for the forty-two dollar Mickey Mouse light-up yeah. wand. Yeah. And so I was thinking about what the biggest ripoffs in parenting were because i would say that the magic the wand at disney on ice is yeah. worse than the the I, birthday party supply chain fiasco
3: i mean the birthday party is, seems like extortion just on so many different it levels. is extortion yeah 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 the the wand thing is wild especially like if you're getting like the snow cone And that's the one that probably was thinking was twenty eight bucks, you know, where they just put some ice and some food coloring. Yep. And now you're paying thirty bucks for that for for a a cup that you that your kids telling you you're going to use, but it's going to sit in the back of the cupboard.
1: It's disgusting. It's never going to make his way out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You put it in the washing machine uh, <laughs> just, one time. Just not going to. More of a dishwasher than a washing <laughs> machine.
3: I, I got one, and I just—I actually just went through it, and it is—it is. Both
1: clean things. Okay. And this, yeah. o- this Olaf
2: cup tumble dry. That's what low, it is. Okay? That's what it is. It's tumble the Olaf cup the Olaf. with the lid <laughs> on the top. Well, <laughs> uh, Gabe, I just emptied out our cabinet, our junk cup cabinet the yeah. other day, and filled up this huge Amazon box with kids cups that we don't use anymore. Of course. And o- Olaf's in there. He's right there for you. Damn you.
0: Uh, (laughs) Apply that to adults. It's the coffee mugs where you're expected to buy a coffee mug, like souvenir coffee mug from any place you go to. And then how many people in your house that need to drink coffee at one time? I'm guilty. I love the are coffee. Are you the or like mug those white side so, yeah. like
3: like if you go to a game and they give you like the cup the, the souvenir cup you could take home. Sure, or, or just coffee but
0: mugs in general is like my biggest mugs pet in pee. general. I'm well, one person in my home. Why yeah. do I have nine coffee cups? In our house, it's like, oh, there's there's gonna be a situation where thirty people are here and they all
2: want coffee at once. Yeah. <laughs> so I gotta be ready for that. <laughs>
1: that's insane. It's never gonna
2: never gonna happen. Never, never once ever gonna have happen you
1: needed that many coffee mugs. <laughs> uh school pictures, that to me,
3: that's the one I was gonna say. Really? and i just had that on my list because i mean first of all it's 2024
1: we have 10,000 pictures of our kids on our phone and at
3: all times I, if if someone hands me a wallet sized version of my nephew or my niece where am i putting it
1: at be- I, at best the refrigerator at best if you've got a magnetized refrigerator at best it's the refrigerator and, and how
0: often are you looking at it
1: <laughs> you're not
3: that's just that's just it
1: you're saying you're throwing out the picture of your nephew
3: I'm saying there's a pile of pictures from every single year of my nephew that exists, and I, I just, it doesn't, you know.
1: What blew my mind about the, the school picture process was, so they take the picture, and then they send you, like, proofs, six pictures. Yeah. But with like the whatever with the watermark on it, yeah. right, so that you can't just download it and save it. Well, if your
2: husband is not good at Photoshop, <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, 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 uh, yeah, 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 okay.
2: If you suck, dude, I,
1: <laughs> Danny, you're not
0: photoshopping, <laughs>
1: dude. Um, I should call Danny because you have. It's like if you want to buy the digital rights to all six of these pictures. That'll be $75. Get the hell out dude, of here. No, oh, no, dude,
3: that's cheap. No, no, stop joke. it.
1: And that comes, chain. that's the digital rights. That's not hard copy prints. Of the photos,
0: then you're printing it out on the printer you don't have with your copy copier from two thousand nine. Then you got go to Wal- you gotta
1: go to Walgreens and print wow. the photo, dude. Or you can pay for them to print the photos. But if you only, but in two of them, his eyes are closed or he's not yeah. looking or whatever, and you want to pick and choose, doesn't matter. They take six photos, so now it's like, oh, okay, yeah, seventy five for the six. But you, oh, I only want three of them. That'll be like sixty four dollars. Yeah, like the discount is not. It doesn't Anything. match. It, and, it's ridiculous.
3: And God forbid you have two kids like I do where, oh, it's picture day? Yeah, they're going to take these these separate ones. Oh, but, oh, you want them to have pictures together. Oh, 75 bucks a calendar. Amazing. Like, I, didn't wait, even, I didn't even it's think about the that. the same camera shoot. Like, <laughs> can't, instead of six, can you five and then you just sneak in my mm. other daughter? No, it's a whole new photo shoot. Okay, yeah, that's awesome. When you guys were in
0: Thanks. high school, the three of you back in like the 70s, yes. were they still doing class rings? And then you'd have to go home, like the the Jostens or whatever, the the catalog to your parents and say, hey, I want this $500 class ring that I'm going to lose this summer.
1: I didn't want one. Me either. But yes, there were class rings that some people paid for, and that is a huge ripoff in parenting for sure. But at least if it is a high school kid, you could make an argument of like, hopefully you have a job. Right. And if you really want this. You can make a financial contribution to it or buy or buy the whole thing you know what I mean like what wh-
3: but, but don't forget too some people like a lot of like me like I, I you know I played sports in high school, so you want the ring so you can you know have your little number on there and your sports that you played. So to me that's a little different with the class ring
1: there's a there's some value attached yeah. to that that yeah. is a, a moment in time for sure uh daycare.
3: Uh- I got I got a list. I wrote a list after we had a conversation. I yesterday. appreciate
1: you writing. Okay, so but like okay, daycare is expensive. Childcare is expensive. Yeah. If it was a ripoff though, it it is. But it's a b- your wife work. Yes. You work. Yeah. These kids would die if you left them alone. But what happens to like it's a utility? Do we, do we know old that?
3: grandmas and stuff and like aunts and stuff? You know what I mean? Like the unemployed, like
1: the unemployed I mean? elderly family members. Yeah, 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 like you know. Yeah, no, that's true.
3: They cost a fraction of that. Where's where's that cheap labor at?
1: (laughs) No, that's true. That's true. Uh, I'm considering retiring my mother. (laughs) Yes. So because child care is expensive, man. Yeah.
3: I got some stuff here that's not has not has nothing to do with money, but you know, like the kids' projects.
1: Oh, that's a like that's a ripoff of your time.
3: Yeah, like where am I supposed to do my what my I want to throw this away, and my daughter's like, Poppy, don't throw this dead flower away, okay? And you're like. Okay.
4: <laughs> I don't know
3: where to put it
1: now. <laughs> and I have a
3: stack of like... Now I got a flower. It's like, yeah, I got a whole box full of things that my two-year-old made.
1: Right. No, that, that's... Yeah. It, my wife is seeming to be a little bit more of a hoarder for that stuff. Okay. So I'm assuming that that is going to be there, but like there are not as many arts and crafts with two little boys maybe, but okay. hey, but it's it's definitely coming. I'll give you another one, and a texter said it, and it's true. Uh, kids' haircuts... In places that have that are toy stores.
0: What? Dude. (laughs) Are you serious? Dude.
1: You, are you familiar no, with a place called Kid Snips? No,
2: a, I'm a parent of a young child, and I've never heard of this. This is definitely a class thing. I think I never heard of this, dude. <laughs> this sounds kid wild. Snips? So dude,
0: dude, Google Kid Snips. I, I, no, I'm I'm afraid I'm going to see a child getting a vasectomy. No, 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 no.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want no part of that. Kid
0: Snaps. dude Snap. I don't want to see that.
1: You. We, we go. We here? go into this place. It's the closest like kids haircut spot, and I I put my he now Owen now goes to the same barber that I go to, hundred <laughs> percent. Because the, the haircut is a little bit more expensive, but I do not yeah. want...
2: Save on the toys. So <laughs> I, save and, on toys.
0: You and Owen that are going to kids'
2: names. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, exactly, obviously. So dude, run this
2: by
0: me again. Please. Dude, now <laughs> dude. I get why my dad just said, hey, in the summer or whenever, just take your shirt off, go to the garage, you're getting your hair buzzed.
1: Dude. That's all we did. The, the, the haircut for the kid is whatever it is. You know, 20 bucks, $5 tip is what it is. But there's life-size stuffed animals and yeah. there's trucks and lot. there's basketballs and there's nerf guns and then, i mean so he's like oh he did so good he, he should get a toy yeah. now that's a 62 extravaganza to the haircut place because we came home with another piece of you're, plastic. A,
3: you're a bad parent if you take a kid there to get a haircut i, it,
1: <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> I said
3: i'm gonna get distracted no I, matter said what. It, <laughs> I said
1: it i said it and like, oh, but he gets to sit in a taxi car chair and watch an, on an iPad a seven minute bluey <laughs> yeah, yeah. while they cut the hair out of his eyes and he squirms no. around and it's uneven anyway, but he leaves with a toy. No, I'm done. That, I put Smart. my foot to one of the few things that I won.
3: What about places that are free for kids, but they're 40 bucks for the adults?
1: Oh, like, uh, tell me more. Like,
3: if you're going to Navy Pier to see, like, the lights for the Christmas trees, like, oh, kids free under two. Mm. And they're like, oh, awesome. This is going to be a great, you know, financially responsible thing we're about to do. And then they're like, $44.95 for
1: adults. (laughs) (laughs) Wait a second. You (laughs) could have just said $20 a person. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's the same. It's the same. It's the same. All, and listen, see what you're doing here. (laughs) The sheer volume of people who are saying travel sports. Uh, like, like, yeah, you're right. Like, I, I, the, you're, you're right. I'm just not there yet. Uh, but private coaches, the, the 400, what's Pat McGann's, uh, baseball bat joke where he's like each bat, every kid has his own bat. They're $400 a bat. And we got three hits all season. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, yeah. yeah. He's like, why can't we just hand the bat to the kid on the next team to strike out? <laughs> it's, a, it's a great fit. And, I'm, Pat, I'm sorry if I condensed that bit down to what it, to what it was. But no, it's, that was it. Word for word. Yeah, no, I understand. Now, you guys
2: know I love going to the movies. And, Danny, you're not quite there yet. Gabe, I don't think you're there yet either where your kids are old enough to appreciate and can sit through an entire movie at the theater, right? <laughs> There's no bigger grift than the movies in general. I think we could all Mm. agree to that. They got you with the snacks, with the popcorn. Everything is upcharged. But now what they're doing, and I think this started with the Barbie movie, where you get your popcorn in a special uh, Barbie Corvette, right? And then all of a sudden, it's like oh. the Disney Wish movie. Oh. They've got their own popcorn bucket. We saw Willy Wonka. Outrageous! He's got his own popcorn bucket. So now it's like every movie has their own popcorn themed item that you can add on at the end, and you're just you're a jerk if you don't get it for your kids. <laughs> uh, and now yes. I have several of these yeah. in the house. Yeah. Of course, you know, they're next to the the cups popcorn. in the so back of the cupboard. You're, you're talking like a hundred bucks just to take a family of oh three to the movies. You know, it's ridiculous.
1: Completely mortified. You have to be sneaking in. You pay, oh, for yeah. pay for the movie tickets and you sneak in your food.
2: Oh, I'm lining the North Face, you know, <laughs> jacket. Have with to. all yeah. sorts of water bottles and candy, and you know, then you got these AMC stubs. People <laughs> skipping the line. I'm just kidding. I'm one of those. You, gotta you got it. it. Yeah. yeah, you get a free movie a week. It's awesome.
3: <laughs> all right, how about that? Speaking of money, like that, how about airline tickets for kids that are two years old when you know damn well they're going to sit on the mom's or dad's lap anyway
1: yeah well kids fly free under two two. but you want it to be convenient and so you buy a third plane ticket seat and then they end up sitting on your lap anyway yeah Yeah, no i'd leave the kid on the runway
4: (laughs) uh peter king on shane waldron and what it means for the bears i am the original talk show windbag i I am the guest that just keeps on giving and never shuts up (laughs) oh there he is
1: Peter King is with us on the hotline, presented by Circus Sports Illinois. Let's get right into the big story. Shane Waldron, officially the offensive coordinator of the Chicago Bears. Peter, do we like the hire? What do we think it says, if anything, about the future of the Bears offseason on the offensive side of the ball?
4: Well, I mean, I've seen, and and I figure that everybody would try to divine okay does this mean they're going to get a new quarterback does this mean they're going to hang on to fields i don't know how you can know that right now i don't know what breadcrumbs you can look for to try to figure that out and i think one of the strengths that one of the things that i'm sure they like when they interview shane waldron is that look he's he's worked in for a lot of different in a lot of different offenses for a lot of different coaches. I mean, people probably don't know or remember. I mean, he worked for for Bill Belichick for, I think, five years, uh, you know, about 20 years ago, eight, you know, 18, 20 years ago. He's worked in different places. And look, he rightfully, you know, falls off the the Sean McVay tree, kind of the mcvay Shanahan tree that. I think in quarterback development is a good tree to come from. Uh, But I don't really get much of a sense whether Shane Waldron comes in and says, you know, I I, I think he comes in and says, I'll coach whoever is the quarterback of this team. But I think he would be able to get a lot out of Justin Fields if that indeed is the way they're going to go.
3: Peter, I'm trying to think, what the bears thought was the most important thing to get out of a guy like Shane Waldron. Right. And so, <laughs> as you mentioned, they didn't want to, or they're not necessarily tipping their hand with their hire. So I, I I'm looking at him like, is he just being brought in to be a good employee? Like, okay, you're going to be a solid <laughs> offensive coordinator and do what we tell you to do.
4: No, I think, I think he's a, he's a good coach. He's worked for two really good head coaches recently and McVay and Pete Carroll. And I think that his experience, particularly kind of redesigning and running an offense post-Russell Wilson in Seattle, is pretty important when you think about his job in Chicago, whether they stay with Justin Fields or whether they move on. They need a guy who has been versatile, who's done a lot of different things, who's won in different ways. And again, look, Geno Smith... Who he had the last two years, that is not a guy who is who you're going to have as a guy who wins with his legs. Now he ran a little bit more this year. I, I I I I mean he wanted to run a little more. I don't know what the stats will say, but you know he's not. Neither he nor the guys who he coached when he was with McVay are like Justin Fields. There aren't a lot of people like Justin Fields, but. I think that he's gonna come in and I don't I doubt sincerely he'll be demanding about which guy he wants.
1: We're talking to Peter King, Parkins, and Spiegel on the score. How surprised are you at the second wave of the coaching cycle? Whether it's Belichick uh in Atlanta, Harbaugh, and the Chargers you know, McCarthy keeping his job, Sirianni keeping his job. There's been a second wave here. Does anything jump out to you as more surprising than than the others?
4: What's surprising is that uh, Bill Belichick got interviewed by one team out of eight. I don't quite get that. And there could be, as somebody in in the know said, well, publicly he might have been interviewed by one team, but it's possible that he could have had conversations or a conversation with one or more teams. And I wonder, I really wonder whether Jerry Jones had a conversation with Bill Belichick. I don't know that he did, but I'm curious about it because I would, I'd really like to know because it seems kind of silly that Bill Belichick would be sitting out there and Jerry Jones, who you know, people have said, well, he doesn't want to pay off McCarthy. Give me a break. I mean, you know, he's worth eighty-four billion dollars If he has to pay off a coach, who cares? But that's the Belichick thing surprises me. And, you know, I talked to somebody in Atlanta on Sunday who said, you know, this is real what the Falcons are doing, meaning that they're not just honed in on Bill Belichick. They, there's a very good chance they're going to hire somebody else. So that surprises me. I would have thought by now that somebody would have really jumped out and tried to woo Harbaugh. I thought it would be the Chargers. I'm a little surprised that they haven't closed that deal yet. I still expect Jim Harbaugh to go to the NFL, uh, but who knows? Now maybe it might not be the Chargers.
3: Peter, were you surprised that the Bears? I mean, because a lot of people here, including our own Danny Parkins, um, felt that maybe the Bears did themselves a disservice by not kicking the tires on, you know, a, a Harbaugh or a Belichick. You mentioned Belichick, you know, <laughs> only having that one. What, what, what do you think the Bears should have, or did you did you like what happened with Floos?
4: I think you're in a tough spot when you're when you go out and talk to guys without firing your coach, because if you bring them back, all of a sudden he seems like the consolation prize because for some reason it didn't work out with Belichick or Harbaugh. So the Bears were in a tough spot. Either they were going to go out hard after one of those guys. And that's not really the history of the McCaskies. They've never overpaid coaches. And you got to figure with Belichick and or Harbaugh, those are 20 million, 23, 25 million dollar coaches. And The Bears just haven't done it, so no, I'm not really surprised.
1: Insider calls are brought to you by Old Spice Gentleman's Blend Body Wash, providing exfoliation plus 24-7 moisturization because men have skin too. Which underdog has a better shot at winning on Championship Sunday?
4: Kansas City because Patrick Mahomes just proved his value again as he does every single year. Six years playing Quarter, starting at quarterback for Kansas City, six trips to the conference championship game. Um So, and and plus, I think home field means nothing this weekend, nothing, especially in the Baltimore Kansas City game. I think once you're Kansas City, I mean Patrick Mahomes just doesn't. He doesn't care. He doesn't care how loud it is. He just he he doesn't care. So. That's why, in my opinion, I think that when I look at Mahomes right now, I think he's primed to play a good game. Now, if Lamar Jackson plays the way he played in the second half of the game against Houston, Baltimore's going to win the game. Baltimore's defense is good enough to not get slaughtered by Patrick Mahomes. They're not going to shut him out, but you got to figure if Lamar's on his game, and the defense is on its game in Baltimore. They're going to hold Mahomes to the area of 20, and they should be able to score enough to win.
1: What's the biggest ripoff in parenting, according to <laughs> Peter King?
4: Uh, the biggest ripoff in parenting, I think, is summer camp. There because, because to me, I've always felt like it, when we sent our kids to camp and vastly overpaid for it, And then you got your kids reaching out to you twice a day. I hate it here, come and get me and all that. I pay people at summer camp to not get those phone calls. And okay, so this was 30 years ago, 28 years ago for me, but I'll always remember that. I'd say, look, nobody here is using a phone. Put those phones away. You're You're not using any phone And so that would be my biggest ripoff. That's a
1: great answer. I just spent $42 on a uh, Mickey Mouse light-up bubble wand at Disney on Ice over the weekend, and I am regretting it. Thank you, Peter
4: King. All right, guys. Thanks a lot.
1: Odyssey Insider Calls with Peter King are brought to you by Old Spice. Men have skin, too. Insider calls brought to you by Old Spice Gentlemen's Blend Body Wash, providing exfoliation plus twenty four seven moisturization because men have skin.
3: Too. Only difference there, uh, Danny, is that your son wasn't telling you to go home afterwards.
1: <laughs> it's yeah, like Peter trick. King. He, he loved I it. hate it here. He loved. It. He loved it there. He, he loved it there. And, and forty two dollars cheaper. Uh, that's camp Come on, Shane. Go ahead. Go ahead. Critique what just happened. Go ahead. You did it after Jake Rudin. Do I don't it. think
0: I asked no. for much.
1: No, do it again. Go ahead. Go ahead. You don't ask for much. I'm supposed to be the professional around here. But I'm not. So, we have these reads. About these sponsored reads. I forget about them. Then they remind me. And then I say okay. And then I immediately forget about them. And then I just read two of them in the ro- in a row that say the exact exact same thing back to back.
3: Chop them up. Wasn't there something about getting a newspaper or something? <laughs> character and you know, Goodfellas. Got to get a paper. Got to get a paper.
1: <laughs> exactly. Just hey, I don't know if you guys have heard. Men have skin too. All right. Don't forget about that.
3: That was a great read. You know, Thank you. Definitely I, chop it up, send that to the AE make sure. Yeah,
1: they got their money's worth. <laughs> they got their money's worth out of that one. That's that stat about Mahomes, I know I've said it a bunch. I know everybody knows it. I know it's like the most basic piece of analysis about them right now. Six years, six trips to the AFC Championship game. It's unreal. It doesn't It doesn't make any sense. Fill
3: in the blank with the team, too. Like, oh, you, don't, you
1: want to take away Tyreek Hill? Yeah, fine. Fine. Yeah, you they, want to give him one of the worst offensive lines in football, fine, he'll lose in the Super Bowl. Awesome. Yeah.
3: You want an aging League, Kelsey Sure here?
1: You, yeah, yeah. League average defense wins the Super Bowl. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. And he's right. I don't think home field advantage will mean much in that game this week, but it meant a lot last week. Texans had eight penalties in the first half. They were clearly intimidated by the cold, the noise, like a lot of false starts, like it. The the Ravens crowd had a huge impact on that game in the first. They half.
3: looked scary in that game for sure. The defense did. Offense looked good. Lamar looked crisp. Yeah. It was. I'm sure a te- if you're a team like the Texans, where you feel as though you've been beating bad teams or been playing exceptionally well, and then you go up against an elite team. Yeah. And you actually get to see oh there's a there's a, a gap here between us and them. It was it was
1: the the Ravens this year are. I mean I know. Close only counts horseshoes, hand grenades, whatever. We can do all these things for all these different teams, but that worked, right? I nailed it. I don't. I I don't even. You got one, dude. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) They lost to the Colts by three. They were winning with two minutes left. They lost to the Browns by two. They were winning with two minutes left. They lost to the Steelers by seven. That was tied with two minutes left. Mm. Those are their losses this year so 3-1 possession losses tied or winning in the last 2 minutes of the fourth quarter of every game they easily could be 18 and 0 right now and if and we'd be talking about them in historic all-time terms and i know that that's the razor thin margin of error in in the nfl and all of that stuff but they are a
3: complete team and it's interesting because going into this playoffs most people probably just thought, oh, it's the Ravens. They're good. They have a good defense. They score. But more often than not, they never make it to the promised land. And it was that same story that most people thought. But the way they dominated the Texans definitely had you looking at them differently and saying, oh, no, this, is, this feels different. This looks different. This is a, a more determined team, top to bottom, offensively, defensively, the coaching staff. Everyone seems to be extremely focused and not wanting to let an opportunity slip out of their hands.
1: So we are going to talk about Justin Fields at five o'clock and you're like, Oh, I've heard this before. Well, no, a very high profile quarterbacking and offensive expert has come out in strong support of Justin Fields. So we're going to hear it and hear the case coming up at five. There will also be baseball news at five o'clock and leading into that. We'll see if uh, a case could be made for a local fan favorite. Next on the score. The
4: Parkinson Spiegel Show. I don't know what's going on with any of it. Afternoons on the score.
1: A walk gives the Astros life. If you're wondering about Burley, his last relief appearance was in the 2000 AL Division Series against Seattle, Game 2. He has no Major League saves, and in 2000, Burley was a rookie. Don Cooper, the pitching coach, on the phone. Is Burley ready? Of course. A winning run at the plate. Tying runs are on. Ball one. Everett was 0 for 3 against Burley in Game Two. Everett pops it up on the infield for Uribe. The White Sox are up three games to nothing.
2: I just was honest and said, yeah, I had a few beers in between the innings and I don't think it was a big deal. Enjoying a cocktail.
1: So baseball's latest class for the Hall of Fame will be announced at the top of the hour. And Mark Burley will not get in. Who will get in? Adrian Beltre is going to get in. He's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. He might. Pass George Brett for highest percentage of votes for a third baseman. That's possible. Only two uh ballots that have been revealed publicly at this point have not had Beltray on it. Guy's got four hundred and seventy seven homers with thirty one hundred plus hits and five gold gloves. He's he's a first ballot hall of famer. Joe Maurer looks like he's gonna get in. And we'll see what else. Uh Billy Wagner, Gary Sheffield, Todd Helton, other guys who could get Andrew Jones, Chase Utley, those are guys that are talked about at this point. But Mark Burley, there was Brian Kenny was on MLB Network today making a long, drawn-out case that he should get into Cooperstown. Tanny thinks he will get into Cooperstown. I do not share your optimism, even if I agree with the heart of the case that he's a dying breed of a workhorse starting pitcher 14 straight seasons of over 200 innings pitched unbelievable defensive pitcher but he has not had
3: sounds like you just rattled off a resume of a hall of famer <laughs> right?
1: I, I i know but sounded, but that t- sounded solid
3: <laughs> but it's like wow 200 innings wow you're right you know what he did have like a gold glove and they're at the mound wow Mark Burley, you always knew what you were going to get. Seven innings at least.
1: Five-time All-Star, four-time Gold Glove, workhorse guy. Two no <laughs> hitters. Two no and he perfect saved game. The World Series
2: game, yeah,
1: <laughs> dude. But no, we talk about this every
2: year, yeah. and Brian Kenny like illuminated a lot of the 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 points that we've been talking about. Basically, every year we talk about Mark Burley and even John Lester's Hall of Fame candidacy. I just think mm-hmm. that all, all those numbers and and the the things on the resume will all still look great. And I'm not saying he's going to get in with the next five years. It may take ten years. It may take longer than that. But I just
1: think got to get enough votes to stay on the ballot, though.
2: No, I know, but there are committees that much later on that he could get in, and sure. who knows how they change the the voting rules down the road. But I just think, at the end of the day, when you look at his resume and what we know now about guys taking the ball every fifth day in the amount and, and your true value is how many innings do you pitch for your ball club? And that five, it, it, <laughs> right, it, right. It's already changed within a handful of years since Burley retired. Right. So it's a different age altogether, but he was sort of in that, like he bled through to the modern era of, I mean, you look at his last year, he's also a guy who retired probably earlier than he could have. He had, you know, four perfect game, not perfect games four complete games in his final year, uh, with toronto so it's a guy that could have held on for some of these counting stats and things like that but i just think the way we look at this thing is going to change you've already started to see it change a little bit in terms of how we look at pitchers and their excellence and their craft in terms of you know their hall of fame candidacy and what they provided to their team and to the league while they were pitching i so, think it's going to change
3: danny you just think he sucks or what
1: no no again i said uh. i i said <laughs> i agree with, i i agree with why the don't ca- you like mark burley if that's not what i'm saying <laughs> i i agree with the case I agree that the case is only going to age well. I'm saying I've talked to enough voters of these Hall of Fames that, like Tanny is saying, I don't know if he'll get in in the 10-year period and maybe it'll be on a different committee. That's just tough to predict. Like, Yeah, Harold Baines got in because Jerry you know, influenced it, but he, he got 42 votes last year. He got less than 11% of the vote. You need 5% to stay on the ballot You know, to the next year. He... He cleared the five percent margin comfortably, but he's—you need seventy-five percent to get in. Like, there's just a there's a there's an ocean between eleven percent of the vote and seventy-five percent of the vote. It's going to take more than Brian Kenny doing a three-minute monologue with a bunch of advanced stats on MLB right. Network to to sway the minds of all of those voters to get him. And maybe it's a younger voting class. It's a more analytically. Uh, driven voting class, but like also it's further removed from Mark Burley. Hell, ESPN forgot to put the White Sox World Series on the graphic. You know what I mean? It's a it's just like a it's he, not Mark Burley's fault. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm, I'm not saying it's Mark Burley's fault, but it's but you mentioned John Lester. It's not. We talk about like oh, winning a World Series for the Cubs that Lester won it for the Red Sox and the Cubs. That's going to carry weight for him with the voters.
3: Yeah, maybe the younger it, it, voters will look at it like you know this was a guy that they grew up watching, right, and that they understood, you know, what I, he what he meant to the or what he brought to the game, and maybe I that, hope that could so. be something that could skew their opinion. I think I think Danny is right when you're looking at a dying breed, right, and then that that maybe might be something that can go come into play when trying to decide because it's not like a Devin Hester thing. Because I do hear what you're saying, Danny, where there's not going to be some wave of emotion that comes over this small group of people that then turns the tide to make it where Devin gets in, which seems like a much easier task trying to convince 400 other people, you know what I mean, that like, he like, should be there.
1: Like, should he be in? I can see it. Will he be in? I don't think so. I just, I don't, again, through the traditional metric of all Hall of Fame voters, 75% voting. Veterans Committee, 25 years from now, I have no idea how to predict that. Maybe they'll change things three times between now and yeah. then. I have no idea how to predict that. I'm just saying, like, I, it'll be very interesting to see does he get more or less than 11% of the vote? He got 42 votes last year.
3: Do you um? Do you hate Derrick Rose, too?
1: Oh, Derrick Rose is like one of my five <laughs> oh, okay. favorite athletes ever. Oh, good. Okay, I so love, Hall of Fame uh, Derrick Rose. I love Derrick. Derrick Rose will be in the Hall of Fame. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Where else is is he going to be, Danny? The Raptors. Jersey number one yeah. is going to the Raptors. Raptors or Raptors. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Raptors for sure, yeah.
0: I hope it's that throwback purple with the white pinstripes. Oh, that's a, that's a badass. He, sorry for great. bringing that up. Sorry yeah, for it's for... okay. Yeah,
1: okay, yeah. Okay. Uh, no, right. da, I mean, People are like, oh, Derek's gonna be the only MVP not to make it in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, okay. Have you seen the Basketball Hall of Fame? <laughs> right. It's pretty easy to get into. Mitch Richmond's in the Basketball <laughs> Hall of Fame. Okay. Derek Rose, youngest MVP ever. He's he's getting in the Hall of Fame.
3: I'm in for the Derek Rose. I just I was trying to lump them all together. Devin Hester, Derek Rose, Mark Burley. Seeing your because I you know this is our first time working together, so I
2: was like trying to get yeah no quick but money, you're trying man. to tie the room together yeah
1: yeah like a like a nice rug. So I get okay, it. Okay, okay, okay. So you think he will get well, it? Let me ask you. Do you think John Lester will get in? I think he's, I think he's close. I don't think it's as much of a lock as everybody says it okay. is. Yeah, yeah
2: that's yeah. not like where the barometer should be because a lot of people think, oh, John Lester slam dunk, he ended two curses and blah blah blah. But the reality is, just individually, Burley had a better career.
1: Yeah, not as much po- not as much postseason success,
2: right? But again, not in his control. Yeah, I
3: re- this is rare, Tanny. I really rarely ever see you like this. I like it though. You know what yeah, I mean? Well, I'm yeah, I'm
1: passionate about maybe two things in life. <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. Again, I. Love I, this. I, I, I I have no problem with the case. I j <laughs> will he and should he? Those are those are different things. What what percent of the vote you think he's about to get?
2: Like do you sense I'm saying, right now it's not gonna be good. And it, like I said, it won't be good for a while. It's yeah. gonna take some like it's funny because a lot of the people that covered him here locally, I know, you know, Phil Rogers had him on there, like, you know, but so you some some of the older voters, you know have him on there but they covered him locally they know what a good guy he was to the media and they saw him every day i think that's part of the appeal to mark burley but i think there will be a changing of of the guard here when the younger people start to age into these roles and they become voters and they may have a new committee altogether, where they're like right hey let's reevaluate a lot of these guys who we know should be in there you know you there's no way to to tell how this is going to go but i just think at the end of the day like years from now Will he be in Cooperstown? I think definitively yes. He will be. He Defin- should be. Definitively yeah. yes. He will Same. be. Okay. Same. I I got I, you, Kenny. Same. I, I, I mean, look I, at him amongst his contemporaries. Like go back. Like we'll tweet out maybe the Brian <laughs> Kenny video. It's great. You could see where he where he ranks among guys right now that are. For sure, maybe even first ballot Hall of Famers, like your surgers of the world. Look at Burley amongst those guys, Verlanders. He's, he's right there in his era.
0: Like, dude, if Harold Baines is getting in with the the old-timer right, crew, then Burley X will factor. get in. Like, Reinsdorf may make this his, like, once he sells the team, hopefully, <laughs> yeah.
2: God willing. Uh, if I can get one more Hall of Famer, yeah. I can get a cup extra milk. <laughs> exactly, yeah. You know, <laughs> right. like, there's always little things like that that we just can't account for, you know. And Burley was one of those guys that everyone loved. And he will never go out there and stump for himself like you will never hear him talk about his candidacy no but he's happy yeah yeah he's happy he's living up his in life. a tree somewhere <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah 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 exactly he does not need the hall of fame to uh complete his life but i know it would be great for a ton of Sox fans and i hope it happens we'll see who gets in coming up in a few minutes high profile name uh making the case for justin fields next on the score